0: what do you get when you combine an artist whose breakthrough single garnered over a billion streams globally and took social media by storm With an artist who has had numerous charting hits in his own right, and has worked with the likes of Justin Bieber, G-Eazy, and Machine Gun Kelly, Go
1: like,
0: you get a catchy new single that also cheekily utilizes letters of the alphabet in its title. is the spout podcast where famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for and today that's gail and black bear here's eric zachary
2: what's up y'all What's Kale, up, Gale? Good to see you, Black Bear. What's up, man? Right
1: about pizza. Oh or man. What?
2: Okay. So I wasn't gonna bring it up right away. All right. We'll just start it this way. Uh, bear. We're just gonna bring bear, it up. bear. Bear. So Gale and I go back a couple of months ago, right? When like ABC was blowing up.
1: Well, just a couple of months. I, I
2: heard. I, what's I, the story? What's the? I cheese? need. To, I just. I'm gonna ask you one question. We'll, we'll start with this. Where's your favorite New York place in pizza or your favorite New York pizza spot? Me. Mine would be um, Joe's. Great choice. Would you ever pick Penn Station? No. <laughs> I think that's all I have to say, Gail. We can leave it there.
3: Look, you're setting me up for failure. Failure. Okay? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I never claimed to have good taste. Okay? But I'm not wrong.
2: I'm going to start saying that more. Yeah, I think your exact phrase in that interview was, um, I I settle. We know this. this. Penn Station is a fiery trash can
3: look i thought we've clarified that i have low standards i've never said that you should trust my standards on pizza people ask and i reply
0: fmk has been a fun game to play for decades but with their new single gail and Blackbear use the acronym to chronicle the intensity and sometimes sadistic elements of young love in a colorful yet morbid stop-motion music video.
2: Well, let's talk FMK, guys. This is wild. First of all, the music video, um, very wholesome. I, I think that it's it's very child-friendly.
1: Honestly, to, to begin, filming that was so rough for us. It was such a long
2: day. <laughs> can tell.
3: Yeah, to become like tiny little- Yeah, like
2: it, it's wedding. a whole resizing process and the, the, you, know, you have to go through all the wardrobe and hours. yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. it took like, almost days (laughs) just like 17 hours
2: someone's hearing this and hasn't seen the video yet and they're like what are they talking about so it's a stop motion they better they should better yeah you know what stop whatever you're watching or listening to right now go listen to it and watch it on youtube and then come back
1: it actually
3: took
2: a lot for black bear
3: to kill me um, like he didn't want to, and he was just like, Oh, like I just, he didn't so want sad, to, or like, you didn't I mean,
2: want to give up that, that power. You were like, nah, man,
3: No, no. he just, he was just such a big fan of me. Uh,
2: what was the process like working? I mean, on a serious note though, the, the creative behind that is, is so well done. I mean, walk me through it.
3: Well, so basically I was in the middle of tour and we knew that I personally wanted to kind of do something within the theme of yep. Mary kill, but also there's just like a few. Thing, but I also wanted it to still feel like genuine too, like to still be true in my artistry and Bears artistry as sure. well. And we were kind of both talking and with both of our schedules, and he was also in the middle of the tour yeah. as well. That was insane. Like I saw it all Dude, over the internet. Yeah. Like it was absolutely crazy. Um, and we just kind of Kind of figured at one point that it was just better to kind of put it in this like virtual reality space where it's, it feels like part of it feels like real, but then it also gave it the ability to kind of be a little bit more sadistic and like gory because when you cut this person's head off. The, I'm so sorry <laughs> versus Fiber's actual head off. It's a little different. I, you know he's
2: on the just call just, with like, us, right? Like <laughs> you're acting like this is an all like hands here. meeting for like a giant corporation. That's some that peasant that works for us and he was in the video. So,
3: but then I was just like, I don't know though. What do you think? Because it was hard to like get us in one yeah, place. That's a great
2: world. way to go about it though. And you know, I think a lot of people just kinda of do like the tour video or like these splice videos together. I, I love it. I was I'm such a fan. It was the best pandemic video. <laughs> (laughs) outside Outside of of the season three pandemic yeah exactly it's a great way to put it um and speaking of too you know gail brought up bear that you were on this insane tour you know in loving memory one of my favorite albums of the year hands down seriously man yeah i mean um f f u i l u was like the one that just i had on repeat constantly
1: That was actually the first song we no, made. For the, that was that was the song that made me want to do seriously. So I did that song and I was like, let's let's do like a bunch.
2: That of makes these. more sense because you know so much of the album is in the theme of yeah you know, that song specifically, but it, that makes so much more sense right. that, that tips it all off. That's that's incredible. And for what it's worth, too, makeup sex sex uh, is was my number one song on Spotify Wrapped. I found this out yesterday. Number awesome. two is obviously Gail ABC. Like, absolutely. Oh, for yeah.
3: Sure. For sure. I bet. I bet I'm out there. <laughs>
0: While Black Bear has been on the music scene since 2008 and is no stranger to receiving accolades, Gail, who is only 18 years old, can now add a Grammy nomination under her belt.
2: Grammy noms across the board, man. This is kind of cool. How are we feeling, both of you guys?
1: I've been saying, like, it's about time. <laughs> it sounds it sounds. Sounds cocky. It sounds cocky, but like I feel like I've been snubbed a little yeah. bit, a little like just with like Hot Girl Bummer Ooh. not getting like a nomination. Yeah. This that Hot Girl Bummer anthem. Turn it up and throw attention. This the- and, and just like I don't just stuff like in the past. I just Best New Artist maybe like when Digital Drug Lord came out. Like I was kind of expecting sure. that, and it, it's not good to have expectations like that because you'll be let down. But um, I was just like this time. I was like, you know, it's about time that I've written something. That gets nominated because I've written so many mm-hmm. things. Like something's just gonna have to get at nominated some at yeah. some point. Like I was just like I was just really hope, and so I'm just like it's about time, and I'm just so happy, yeah. you know. I'm just so and grateful.
2: You can relate to just I, 15 years in the industry, right? <laughs> Not having like your first song get nominated.
3: <laughs> I I was very very surprised. I had I I really didn't have any yeah. expectations for the song getting nominated. I. Once I started seeing predictions it got in my head. I a saw
2: your bit tweet. You what? retweeted someone that's like it was like a, a a academy account or something that was like predictions are and you're like no way like what A
3: lot of people think your name is going to be called. What would that mean to you? It means so much that if I talk about it too much, I will start crying. I've been doing music since I was seven. I started going to Nashville at 10. I moved there when I was 12. It's everything I've wanted my whole entire life. And that, with all of the work and everything, and I I feel like there's a lot of accomplishments that I've had this year that feels like, okay, I put in work and something's happening, but that would be... Everything. It would just. It would just. Mean, it would mean so much. Even being here, it's just such an honor. Like everything, just feels like icing on the cake and a cherry on top. So if it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. But if it does, I would die. I would die. I would die. It was. Uh, it was truly was incomprehensible. And I, in my head, when I saw the predictions and when it became the day of, like obviously this is everything I've ever wanted. It is one of the highest honors. Sure. In the music industry like it, you when you grow up and you're in music like the first thing you might for me when i first got into music the first thing i wanted to do was like get a song on the radio have it go number one and then get a grammy nomination yeah. like those were just like the things that like little little me sure. went into music and like that was like my big 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 dream that maybe one day i can maybe get this and um and so when they said my song and my my name, and when they had it for song of the year, it brought me so much joy because my best friend also got to be nominated yeah. with me. And we started writing songs when we were teenagers, and to be here and with the song, like it's it's such an honor and it's it's so exciting. And yeah.
2: I, that's and that's and, that's cool. And there's a lot of duality there too. I mean, it's no secret Bear, that you and Una Posner go way way back, and the amount of stuff you guys have written together. And then you and MGK, you know, it's a it's an extra kind of special i would imagine to get nominated and recognized when it's also with someone that you love and you're so like close to personally
1: yeah that's like one of my best friends but it's i i'm very grateful at the same time because it is one of the highest yeah. things or whatever yeah. you know
3: and it's hard too because i feel like the more you go up in the music industry and the more that you do the more realistic everything gets to you because with the grammys looked like and what everything looked like to me and what the music scene felt like to me when I was like 10, going into it being 18 is very yeah. different. And I can't imagine after like being in the industry for long. She's longer, calling you too, old. I like, mean, in no way.
1: <laughs> I can't I, even I, imagine I'm just, what that I would, would be would, like. I would, I would rather go to a foreign country that I've never been to and people sing the words sure. back to me that of a song that yeah. I've written than ever get a golden horn, which
2: by the that's way, just... both of you have recently done. That's That's got to be... In, you were just in Dusseldorf for the EMAs, Gail. I mean, you were all over Europe. It's something that we tell ourselves every single year, myself included, I look in the mirror and go, okay, new year, new me, I'm gonna eat better, I'm gonna be more nutritious, I'm gonna spend less money eating out, and then you fall back into that pattern. It's just, it's hard to eat right when you're on the go. That's where Factor comes in. America's number one ready to eat meal kit. Too busy to cook dinner with Factor, you skip the grocery store, you skip the shopping, the chopping, the prepping, even the cleaning. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals already in just two minutes. You just gotta heat them up and enjoy. And they're delicious. I know it's hard to believe. I've tried a lot of options going, okay, well, this is, you know, an easy way to throw something in the microwave. But factor's different. With 34 chef prepared dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36 sweets, smoothies, juices, and more. They have options no matter what your diet is. If you're vegan or veggie, that's also easy. And because each meal is prepared by chefs, you know what your factor meal has. You know exactly what your factor meal is made of, all the ingredients, what you want, and nothing that you don't. Head to factormeals.com spout50. Use code spout50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code spout50 at factormeals.com spout50 to get 50% off your first box.
0: I'm Bella Giannulli. And I'm Jamie Belushi. And we are the hosts of the Nail Polish Sisters podcast. We've got a lot of questions. and Luckily, this podcast is about us bringing on friends, experts, and very interesting people each week who can help answer those questions. We've been best friends since we were five, and it's time to open up the inner circle. I think we'll be friends. Tune in Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us at the Nail Polish Sisters.
2: You've heard it before, right? Try it free for 30 days. But what they really mean is, hey, let's give you a sample for 30 days so that you forget you signed up for a subscription, and then we're going to keep charging you again and again and again and again. We've all been there, right? Did you know that most Americans think they spend about 80-ish dollars a month on subscriptions? The actual number is closer to 200. And that's where Rocket Money comes in. They want to help you get these subscriptions and these costs under control. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. They find the subscriptions, make it super easy for you to cancel. All you got to do is just literally click cancel, and then Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more hours on the phone with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com/spouts. That's rocketmoney.com/spout. rocketmoney.com/spout.
0: With touring being an imminent part of any artist's career, it's always interesting to hear what they can't live without while traveling.
2: I I did have a question, maybe some advice you could give Gail, because she's, as we know, super put together and she doesn't lose things when she's traveling at all, like an Amazon Echo in a hotel room or anything like that how did you know uh, research you know this you know this so first of all why did you bring your own echo to a hotel room
3: well, i did not bring my wow i got too emotional <laughs> i got too I emotional bring out the best in her you could tell Somebody okay so it was a gifted echo, echo
2: that you left there
3: and i had a pizza oven don't as start. well don't start <laughs> very hard to travel so what
2: through. are your travel essentials black bear dude, I'm such like a fashionista yeah.
1: that I have like, I have like clothing racks and like three gigantic to me suitcases wow. that each carry like six pairs of shoes. And so like, I just have a bunch of bunch, a bunch of clothes. And then when I get to the hotel, I have a rider and they um they set up the room with like everything that I possibly could yeah. need. So I don't pack, so I don't have to pack it. Sure. Like, Tums and Gas X and like all these things. The actual I essentials.
2: Need. You hear about like red M&Ms on writers. It's like, no, 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 no. I need to make sure that I don't have gas when I'm on stage. No. I need Gas yeah. X, mother. That's oh my gosh! amazing.
0: Another fun notch in a musician's career is when they cover other artists' music and really make it their own.
2: Blackbear, you you definitely not remember this but uh, we talked briefly on a show called TRL on MTV back in 2017 right when Digital Drugler was out and you did one of the coolest just like intricate covers intros with All-Star Smash Mouth before you went to Do Re Mi
1: me, the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest fool in the shade. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an elf on the forehead. Well,
2: And Gail, yeah, I know, seriously, you do seriously one of the best covers I've ever seen live, which is Joan Jett. I don't care. I, I gotta know what else are we cooking with? Before I get into that though, do you guys ever watch covers of your own songs, like other people covering your stuff on the internet?
1: That's how I found my drummer. Really? Yeah, he was covering that's Hot on. Girl Bummer, and I and I and I hired him.
2: That's nuts.
1: His name's Dylan
2: Wood. Shout he's, out to Dylan. Yeah, That's incredible.
1: Anybody who's seen my show, you know how sick. He yeah.
2: Was. What about you, go?
3: I don't particularly like look them out. Like I'm not necessarily like waking up in the morning. (laughs) That's part of your daily routine. You know? Um, But I do, if I'm just like on TikTok or if I'm on social media or something and I'm scrolling, I can sometimes find a cover of my song and there's different also there's different types of ways people cover songs, which I think is really cool because people can cover a song just on guitar and trying like new riffs and things. And that's really sick. Or you can see somebody drumming on a video or you can see somebody like um, singing your song and now I feel like with TikTok too there's been more trends of like remaking sure. songs and then being like if this song was a love song if this song was angrier if this song was yeah. this
1: a, a B C D E F G H I love you still and you know I always will till the end of time I will not change my mind love you I'll be there I will never disappear said forever I swear so I will be there. And it's really cool to see what people can like remake. Hence, our messy version that you can check out on Love right now. (laughs) Your
3: Your version. It's my favorite. uh, uh, The drum fills
2: on that are my favorite as a drummer myself. It's just, it's too good. It's too good. I want to get two last questions and one for each real fast. Uh, Gail, you're doing this kind of big tour next year. I think we heard of it. Um, it's kind of like the biggest show-stopping ticket seller of the year with someone named Tyler Swivel or something like that. Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. That's it. I, Yeah, her. What
0: a year you've had. You turned 18 and you're about to go on the Eras tour with Taylor Swift. How does that all
3: work? Do you get a personal phone call from Taylor saying, come on tour with me? <laughs> uh, actually, I feel like, obviously, I've known about Taylor for forever. Like my whole Entire life I can't remember a time where I didn't know Taylor Swift and being an up-and-coming songwriter in Nashville specifically even like a pop writer in Nashville um, I accident I actually got nominated for this award um, ten songs that I wish I wrote and I was one of the ten songs and so my best friend and I went to the award show and then Taylor Swift happened to be there and I did a performance and some very cool things happened after that. Wow, you did get a phone call. Um, it was not a phone call. It was it was it was in person where I got to meet her and um, it was it was incredible. She went up to you at the award show and said I'd really love for you to go on tour with me. I mean it wasn't like it wasn't like that. She was just like, you did a great performance, I'm gonna call you. And ah, now I'm here! I can't believe it. I feel like I'm lying. I feel like this is a dream. I don't know where I am, I don't know what I'm doing.
2: Do we have a cover planned for that?
3: I, my goal is to do multiple okay. covers because I'm doing 15 yeah, shows insane. on the tour and there's a few that are multiple days in a row. And I want to, I, I kind of figured that multiple people maybe with the tickets, I don't know, but multiple people would be going to like multiple yeah. shows. Um, so I kind of want to give a slightly different experience, like per show, like having an A set and a Love B that. set. Part of me was thinking, and I actually I've talked about it about Taylor a little bit but it's almost doing doing the covers of the artists that are on the tour like a well. Paramore so, or
2: a Phoebe Bridgers
3: Yeah like I was thinking like if I did like all I wanted by yeah. Paramore or something on like the Phoebe Bridgers Yeah thing. all I wanted was you. But then I did like motion sickness on um uh, uh the yeah. Paramore date Or um, like do anything off of Fake of Flowers, the Baby Doobie album. So cool. When I'm like doing the Moon a Date or something yeah. like that, like I was, I was kind of thinking about messing, messing around with.
2: I love that. that. We need to put an asterisk. asterisk. Obviously, this is still in development, so like don't hold her to this. I but I love that idea. I love me. that. You. Thanks you for sharing that with us. And then uh, Blackbear, you dropped something in an interview that I saw a couple years ago, and you, it's the term hard drive hits because you write so many songs, so much, just constantly being turned out, and then you select the best ten for an album do we think that there's a place to put out an EP called hard drive hits and just throw some of these things on there? (laughs) That's a really good idea. And
1: on there, on there, I'm going to do a cover of, uh, of Pearl jam, even flow. And you're just going to hear me come in. (laughs)
2: Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> you got to put Gail on it too. Yeah. That. Come on. I'm trying to make it all happen. I know you guys got a tight schedule. I appreciate you guys all joining, and hopefully, we'll be able to catch up soon, guys. Peace, bro. To you guys. Take care.
0: To see more of our conversation, search Spout Podcast on IG or Twitter or at spoutpodcast.com. This episode of the Spout Podcast is presented by Alpha Media, hosted by Eric Zachary, written and narrated by Tamra Dia, produced by Mark Long, and edited and created by Phil Becker. Spout!